On today's hot sheet, I'm discussing NARS 2024 housing market forecast and home act, uh, flipping activity. Today is Friday, December 15th. I am Trey Serrano, and this hot sheet starts now. the industry's only live daily news show on the internet brought to you exclusively by BAM. The hot sheet covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. I'm excited to talk about the forecast and go over great news the Fed released from the FOMC meeting with Jerome Powell. Tom Tool talked about it yesterday. We're still on a high with what they released and all the positivity. So let me know where you're tuning in from. We'll talk about the housing flipping trends uh, for less flips for more profit in some cities. See if your city is also named. And we'll talk about the 10 markets with the most pent up housing demand. Towards the end, I'll give you something to say to your buyers and sellers in your market with this new information. So all of this good stuff is uh, only here at BAMX. For access to the complete show notes and slides we'll be reviewing today and every day, sign up for BAMX. This is where you get access to the hot sheet, daily downloads, courses, bi-weekly masterminds, and the BAMX community. Use code TREE, T-R-E, uh, for 10% off. We had that big discount uh, at Black Friday, but if you missed it, that's okay. There's still a uh, discount code TREE, and uh, we'd love to see you here at BAMX. So uh, a lot of great things to talk about. Uh, please let me know where you're uh, tuning in from. Super, super stoked. Uh, we got San Francisco, California, Milwaukee, Sonora, California, Hermosa Beach. All right. So uh, some of the predictions uh, that NAR has said, and Lawrence Young is, you know, he speaks all around the country, has great information. Uh, most of the time, it's it's just easily digestible to uh, for us knowledge agents and knowledge brokers uh, to continue to share this with buyers and sellers because you know knowing what's going to happen is super important, but also the risks of what could happen or what could not happen. You know, we have a lot of positivity now, but there could be some things that may not happen uh, as predicted. So the first thing is NAR predicts that 4.71 million existing home sales in 2024, making a 13.5% increase from the anticipated 4.1 million in sales in 2023. This is the most bullish pr bullish prediction uh, for home sales than any other one we've seen to date. So Redfin projected 4.5 million sales by the end of Q4 in 2024. So you have two data-heavy resources that are saying the same thing, that if rates don't fall anymore, they could stall buyers waiting for a rock bottom. So uh, it's it's great information, and this hopefully will uh, increase transactions, which is exactly what we want. But uh, you know, if it doesn't happen, then that's where you know we have to you know be prepared for it. So uh, the annual median house prices are expected to remain largely unchanged at the national levels in 2024. Uh, contributing to improve affordability due to rising income. So wages have gone up. 
And employment has been an all-time uh, high, which unemployment is down. And this is part of the where they wanted the feds wanted this soft landing. So they wanted this soft landing where ideally we want uh, CPI to be a little down. Uh, and we've also seen growth in the GDP. Uh, so this is this is really good that the Fed didn't stick to their two percent uh, of inflation rate target. And, um, you know, it's just it's just really, really good news uh, for this market. So no, uh, con continuing on with the forecast with Lawrence Yun, uh, the chief economist, Yun presented the forecast during NAR's fifth annual year end real estate forecast summit. Yun predicts 13.5 increase in home sales in 2024 compared to 2023 uh, with the median house price of 389000 reflecting only a 0.09% increase from the previous year. So transactions will increase. So it looks like what's going to happen is transactions are going to go up. Your buyers and sellers are going to move more. A lot of people are going to get off the fence and they've been waiting for this moment for positivity in the market because they have seen interest rates that are hard to, it, they're just hard to fathom how high they were. And it just, people expected a crash. Um, and now that the home prices won't, you know, you will see an increase in transaction, but all of the pent up demand, which we're going to name some of the markets here shortly has going to relax and it's going to looks like it's going to increase transactions and people moving and selling, but it net won't necessarily raise home prices. Um, and we're going to go into this a bunch, but in the South, it's, it's more of there's inventory isn't too tight, but uh, the affordability was really affected and places like the Northeast um, major cities, they have such low inventory that it had kind of a, a, a you know, a part of the market that wasn't, um, you know, moving a lot. So you had some of the bidding wards, even though their rates were at 8%, which is really interesting. Um, okay, so moving on, uh, regional variations. So market in Southern states are expected to outperform others due to faster job increases, while Midwest anticipated experience gains at its most affordable regions. So developments increased and I, I know here in South Texas, in San Antonio, we've seen a lot of developments and increases that were because of the demand in the pandemic years. Um, but then, you know, once rates started coming up, a lot of the commercial, a lot of the banks were at a standstill, but the projects are midway. So a lot of uh, housing became unaffordable. And as rates and taxes uh, gone up, affordability goes down. So the inc the east coast has seen an increase in job growth they will they will ease inventory as the market home sales the bidding the bidding wars kind of will hopefully stop <laughs> at uh 2023 so rent let's go over rent prices and foreclosure rates i don't know if you guys have seen uh rent prices go down uh, we have seen in our market and, um, you know, it's probably due to a lot of the uh, houses just sitting on the market. And then I'm sure, you know, you've had sellers say, you know what, we're just going to rent it for a year and see what happens. So Yun expects rent prices to calm down in 2024, contributing to a stabilized consumer price index, uh, increase in multifamily and homes that didn't sell in the 8% were either rented 
or they're vacant or they had some sort of short-term rental. Um, and foreclosure rates are predicted to remain historically low, uh, comprising less than 1% of all mortgages. So uh, just some great content out there to, to you know show that it's less than 1%. So it's this is just great information to share where there's not going to be a crash. If anything, if anything, now things are improving. And typically what will happen when a market and housing improves, you're going to have more demand and you're going to have more supply. It's going to even out a little bit more. Uh, so you have options like assumptions. I don't know if you guys are seeing assumptions in your market. Uh, now that their rates are starting to come down, uh, people, people also have a lot of pent up home equity if they bought either pre-pandemic or uh, when rates during the pandemic were around two or three percent, they have a lot of good equity. And you know, there's refi options, and you know, they can kind of release it now with uh, hopefully creating more inventory. So, some economic indicators. So, this is part of Yun's uh, housing forecast for 2024. Uh, Yun forecast a 1.5 percent growth in U.S. GDP in 2024. Avoiding a recession. That's great, great news. Um, it's just so much positivity. Um, and net new jobs additions are expected to slow to 1.7 million in 2024 compared to 2.7 million in 2023 and 4.8 million in 2022. So a slowdown in jobs is an easy way to correct the housing market um, because the consumers are... are buying less things. Um, and especially it's harder to buy things now because uh, just prices of goods and services have really gone up uh, since 2022. And, you know, a lot of people are feeling that and they've obviously budgeted for differences in how much things cost. I know energy companies are raising rates, goods and services are raising rates. And let me know if you're seeing a lot of goods and services raising uh, prices in your market. So um, housing starts. So Young predicts that 1.48 million housing starts in 2024, including 1.04 million single family and 440,000 multifamily. So now let's go into the top 10 real estate markets with the most pent up housing demand. So NAR selected the top 10 real estate markets based on various economic indicators, including returning buyers, home price appreciations, renters, affordability, potential sellers, which we need. We need potential sellers to get off the fence and start listing their homes with us and decrease in remote workers, affordability listings for first-time buyers, job growth, income growth, high earner, millennial renters. A lot of millennials don't want to necessarily buy homes because they just see all the volatility that's been happening since uh 2021 and then the big spike in 2020 end of 2022 and now they're starting to ease up so they they feel like this is a storm and they may want to just weather this but they be maybe missing a great opportunity and then young predicts lower violent crime rates uh that's not the case here in san antonio <laughs> but maybe in your market uh but i don't see that <laughs> nar tops this is NAR's top 10 markets with the most pent-up demand. And I'm going to go opposite. I'm not going to go with the least to the most. Let me know if your city is here. Thank you for the chart. Uh, now let's start with the first one. 
Austin Round Rock. Shout out to my good buddy, Jeremy Knight, um, my favorite Austin realtor. Great dude. Uh, there is a lot of demand. I know Austin has seen probably 20, 30% price drops uh, in that market. They had such a huge spike in COVID. A lot of people were influxing to um, South Texas. Thank goodness they stayed in Austin. Do not come to San Antonio. Uh, the second one's going to be Dallas-Fort Worth in Arlington. You have Dayton, Kettering, hope I said that right, Ohio, uh, Durham, Capitol Hill, North Carolina, Hasburg, uh, Pennsylvania, Houston, the Woodlands, and Sugarland. You have Nashville, uh, Davidson, and Morrillsboro, sorry if I said that wrong, Tennessee, uh, Philadelphia, Shout out to Tom Tool, Camden, uh, Williamton, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, uh, Portland, South Portland, Maine, Washington, Arlington, Alexandria, Washington, D.C., Maryland, West Virginia. So I feel like a lot of these are suburbs that were outside of these major cities. And that was where the pent up demand was. And that is really where the focus is. I feel like inner cities in the major cities just have a um, they're not the same market as the suburbs. And let me know if you agree with that. Uh, I know I see it here in San Antonio, but uh, there is a lot of pent up demand. But also people go to the suburbs for affordability. And a lot of these flippers that we're going to talk about here shortly are flipping in the suburb areas and have high profitability with less homes that are being flipped. So. Uh, as sellers, they don't want to leave their 3% rate, but now they're used to the fives and sixes. So they hopefully will get off the fence to sell their home to buy the next one, uh, which will ease a lot of the inventory, which is going back to the prediction is we're going to see about a 13% increase in uh, transactions, but only less than 1% uh, increase in price. I think it's just affordability is going to catch up. And it's going to release uh, a lot of the inventory, just makes less for the volatility. So I think that's that's just awesome. Great, great news overall. So the reason, reason for housing demand recovery, the demand for housing is expected to recover due to falling mortgage rates, rising income, and anticipated 30% increase in housing inventory as more sellers list their properties after delaying sales over the past two years. So uh, this is. This is a uh, part of the, the last of the forecast from uh, Lawrence Yan, and it's basically what we just went over. Um, and we've been talking about this at the hot sheet for a while. Um, and a lot of the government data is lagged, as Tom Tool said yesterday. But now that inventory is going to relax, it's it's going to just make the moves and transitions a lot easier. You don't have necessarily you have more options to choose from for your buyers and sellers. So let me know if that makes sense. And also, if you want these show notes, and I even added some, go to BAMX, sign up, use code TREY for 10% off, and um, let's join the BAMX community. So this Adam article discusses trends in home flipping during the third quarter of 2023, highlighting a decline in flipping rates, but an increase in profits for home flippers. I know a lot of... Uh, no, there's always a lag between what happens in the housing market, what the public understands ha ha is happening in the housing market, and then usually investments will follow. So uh, the first uh, housing flipping trend in the third quarter of 2023 
seven seventy two thousand five hundred and forty three single family homes and condominiums were flipped in the United States, representing seven point two of all home sales uh, nationwide. This is a decrease from seven point nine in quarter two of twenty twenty three and 7.7 in quarter three of the previous year. So basically that means one out of every 14 homes sales nationally during the months running from July to September of 2023. Uh, so it's one out of every 14 homes are being flipped uh, for some cash. Flippers got discouraged after the pandemic because people knew that they were put their house on the market, it would sell with multiple offers. So why in the world would they uh, just sell it for cash at a discount. So they were really discouraged. And maybe they found other businesses or other ways to make money. I know now flipping is less. Um, and a lot of this assumptions are, are going on. So here's the chart from uh, US uh, flipping trends. So if we zoom into, uh, let's look at 2022. Um, let's see here. You have uh, single-family homes and condos flipped that really ramped up in 2021 and 2022 in the first few quarters, and it was a lot because you have rates that skyrocketed. You had inventory really starting to ramp up, so a lot of investors were riding the wave going up that house prices were continuing to uh, go up and up since the 2 or 3% interest rates that we saw. But then it dropped dramatically once there was a, a, let's call it an abundance of homes, of good deals on the market. And it really dropped, it really discouraged people because we started to see the real estate uh, investment space just kind of stagnant or not as much. But the homes they got at a good deal really uh, increased their rate of flipping and the percent of total sales. So it's less homes that are flipped. But the more profitability, because I think it's the higher inventory that we have seen. So uh, we have, yeah. So profits and margins. So while home flipper rates declined, profits of home flippers improved. Profit margins increased in the third consecutive quarter, reaching the highest level since middle of the previous year. So uh, the typical profit margin nationwide in quarter three was 29.8% up from 29% in quarter two of 2023 and 22.4 in quarter four of the previous year, raw profits on typical flips increased to $70,000. I would love to make that on a flip. Uh, personally, I would rather just do a buy and hold, uh, showing an upward trend of the second quarter of 2023. Rob uh, Barter, CEO of Adam, for sure investment he says, for sure, investment returns still aren't anywhere close where they were a couple of years ago. The latest nationwide profit margins also remain barely within the spread that covers usually holding costs and flips uh, with a wide variation around the country. Nevertheless, home flippers continue to head back in the right direction. So not only are we going in the right direction for our buyers and sellers who just move for, you know, debt, divorce, diapers, uh, military moves, or just for job opportunities. Now we're seeing a very positive outlook in investments. But 
the fact that we have seen less flippers, that's likely that there's going to be less uh, cash offers. So if you have flipping clients, if you have investors looking in the market, sending them this sheet showing that there's actually less people in the market overall that are looking for this profitability is going to you know, hopefully uh, help them out. So regional uh, variations, home flipping rates decreased from 136 to 183 metropolitan statistics uh, areas in the U.S. with sufficient data to analyze. Had a population of uh, cities with a population of 200,000 or more and at least 50 homes flips among these metros, the largest flipping rates during the third quarter of 2023 were in McCoon, Georgia. Sorry if I botched that. Uh, flips compromise 16.1% of all homes. Salisbury, uh, Maryland, 14.1%. Spartanburg, South Carolina, 13.3%. Atlanta, Georgia, 13.2%. And Fayetteville, North Carolina at 12.8%. Aside from Atlanta, the largest flipping rates among metros with a population of over a million in Memphis, Tennessee, 12.5%. Jacksonville, Florida, 10.8%. Arizona uh, in Phoenix, for 10.4%. Uh, and Cincinnati, Ohio, which is an excellent market, uh, very low price points, very affordable at 10.2%. Flipping for, I, I think all of this is happening is the flip. they're flipping for affordability. Uh, the smartest home flippers rate among the metros analyzed was the third quarter in Seattle, Washington at 38 uh, Madison, Wisconsin, 3.9, Honolulu, 3.9, Bridgeport, Connecticut, 4%, and Lansing, Michigan, uh, 4.1%. It seems like a lot of these affordable, smaller metros are getting flipped way more for more profitability. And you just need to release some of that inventory. And a lot of these dense kind of areas like Seattle are not seeing as many flips and not seeing as much profitability. Uh, People are moving out of it, you know, as we're seeing these suburb metros kind of grow and scale. So that's where we're seeing a lot of the uh, flipping happen. All right. Profit margins by region. Regionally, the South had the highest third quarter flipping rates at 9.1%. Woo, go South. Uh, followed by the West, 8.1%, Midwest, 65 and Northeast, only 52 Uh Returns on flips, the median... Uh, resale of flips homed in Q3 of 2023 was 305,000, generating a gross profit of 70,000 above median investor purchase of 235. So increased profit, profit margins, 93 out of 183 metros uh, area analyzed were up annually in 61% of those markets. So uh, some of the metros that saw the biggest increase in profitability were um, Arkin, Ohio, Flint, Michigan, Kenton, Ohio, Augusta, Georgia, shout out to my boy, Greg, and York, PA. People are moving to affordable area, which is suburbs, which is what we just went over. Among metros with a population of least at least 1 million, the highest profits were Birmingham, Birmingham, bleh. Birmingham, Alabama, uh, Buffalo, New York, Cleveland, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Raw profits by region. The highest raw profits on median home price flips in Q3 
were concentrated in the West and Northeast regions with San Jose, California, which is known to be an affordable city of California. San Francisco, interesting. Salisbury, uh, Maryland, and San Diego, California, and Bridgeport, Connecticut leading the list. So financing and cash purchases nationwide, 62.9 of homes flipped in Q3, uh, 2023 were purchased with cash, which is probably because of the interest rates, cash is king. Uh, more so then, but maybe not more so this coming two years, you know, because of all the rate hikes and leveraging is going to, you know, possibly be better than uh, spending your liquid um, in flips. So uh, among the metro areas, Detroit, Michigan, Cleveland, Ohio, Rochester, New York, Cincinnati, Ohio, Buffalo have the highest percentage of homes flipped with cash. A lot of those metros uh, have lower price points, which, you know, just makes it easier with cash. Uh, average time to flip, the average time purchase to resale on home flips decreased to 161 days in Q3 in 2023, down from 178 days in Q2 of 2023, 165 days in Q3 uh, in 2022. So buyers and FHA loans in Q3 2023, 10% of homes flipped were sold to buyers using FHA loans, which is, that's very surprising, but you know, maybe sellers just were on the fence and, you know, they couldn't sell it to any other cash or conventional purchase. And, you know, the government backed mortgage, you know, can help anybody with uh, the availability of a flip. So that's marking the first quarter of decline since Q2 of the previous year. The portion was down 11.8% in Q2 of 2023, but up 8.9 in Q3. So some other cities, Bakersfield, California, Vasilla, California, Greenlee, Colorado, uh, Vallejo, Colorado, Lakeland, Florida had the highest percentage of flipped properties sold to FHA buyers. Huh. Very interesting. So counties with uh, the high flipping rates, uh, home flips accounted for at least 10% of all homes in 17.9% in of 973 counties with at least 10 flips in Q3 in 2023. Somerset County, uh, Lumpkin County, Georgia, Lamar County, Georgia, Cobb County, Georgia, and Hopewell City, uh, County, Virginia, were among the leaders. So let me know if your city reached that uh, increase in flippers. But that was great. So we're going to end this with the 10-year treasury, the 30-year fixed, and also just some uh, pointers on what to say with your buyers and sellers. So, uh, Bob, if we can pull up the 30-year um, the and of course, this is going to be great looking 30 year as we pull this up. So the 30 year plummeted and it just we're we're seeing such positive and even hit some of the 6.2. So now below seven and just two months ago, we were over eight. So this is great, great news uh, for buyers and sellers. I mean, this would be blast emails. This would be a uh, content piece for YouTube. It would be for, um, you know, shorts in, in your short form content, but this is information you have to come across. And I think the big question, here's the big takeaway that I would say 
to people in your circles is what do you think is going to happen when rates are now almost completely to you know a percent and a half or so down and then you can buy it down even more and we're also seeing at the 10 year below 4% which just a month ago we were talking man i hope the 10 year goes below 5% but now it's below 4 which is excellent news for the housing market a lot of positivity but also you know you, we want a little create a little fomo we don't want let's say the feds to change their mind so there is some caution with this and uh also i would question the rate buy downs for your clients if you have clients that are looking for rate buy down say hey you know what it may be worth waiting for a little bit because this is the information that i'm seeing um do what you really will also you can get a home for a lower price instead of using the incentives to buy down just think about a refi later if that makes sense to them and just love that the dow jones fell 400 points yesterday a lot of positivity in the market I appreciate you guys staying with me on the hot sheet. If there's anything I could help with, uh, please join the Blamex community. We do this every single business day uh, to give you the best information. I'm out here in San Antonio, Texas. Adios, my friends.